Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Buffy's Feet. Hello. Oh, yeah. I've been telling jokes before She's we started the podcast. She's been cracking wise. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. We have we have bittersweet news. Um, Riley, our dear friend Riley Finn, is on his way out. Yeah. And we... We don't know where he's going to go, but he can't stay here. And that's... Uh, that really is such a good, like, you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. You can't yeah, stay a love interest. It's like, this. them's the breaks. This is just, this is the way the cookie crumbles. So we watched season five, episode four? Uh, yes. Out okay. of my mind. And yeah, it's called. It's got a nice, beautiful little pun. Beautiful little Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, iconic pun. Because um, this one's all about brains, kind of. <laughs> this um, one's all about brains, folks. Yeah. So Riley is. Um, he's on his way out, and there. So it opens up, they're all at the graveyard. Well, Buffy's at the graveyard, and Buffy is getting really good at slaying. Um, so we can just talk about that for a second. This bitch is sensing the vampires before they're even out of their graves. Like, yeah. their arms pop up out of their graves, and she stakes them through the dirt. And they dust underground. And she's killing Minimal it. She's clean killing up. The, yeah, and uh, she's killing it both literally and figuratively. And, uh, yeah, and then she's about to get one, and then all of a sudden, who comes, uh, out of the, out of the shadows, but, uh, you know. But what we do. Super G.I. Joe Kendall himself. Somebody out there got that. Is, I hope so, because I didn't. It's what uh, we do in the shadows. It's a. Oh, I get it. Vampire movie by Taika no, Waititi. Uh, but, oh, it's Taika? I think, or Taika. Taika? Let me go. I don't this, know. No, this is this is urgent. How to pronounce? <laughs> I like that guy a lot. Me too. I have a crush on him. I like him. that movie a lot. Yeah, he's cute, and I like Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Well, he's not in that. Okay. What? Yeah, he is. He's the other. No, that's the other New Zealand comedian. That's Jermaine Clements and um, Flight. Of the Concords. It's Taika. Taika? It's no, Brett I'm McKenzie. Saying- Brett McKenzie is the oh. other one. They look they look the same. You're right. Oh my god. They, oh my god. They are both skinny New Zealanders. Yeah. Hold on. It's easy. It's easy to mix them up. I don't need a whole minute of a video. Yeah, Taika Waititi. Yeah, so it's Taika Waititi. I have a crush on him. I think he's cute. Me too. He's a good dude. Um, I am shocked that he's not in Flight of the Concords, though. This has no, been a revelation I, for me. I've spent many of the last like month and a half or whatever since Thor Ragnarok came out correcting people who say that. Yeah, <laughs> because everyone's um, like, everyone's like, oh, he's the one in Flight of the Concords. I'm like, no, he's not. That's the other one. Oh, good. Oh, okay. I get it. I know exactly what's happening in my brain now. I was not on the same page as myself, but now I am. Um, <laughs> but okay. If that makes sense. Uh, but, okay, so Riley comes out of the shadows, and he starts staking vampires, too. And Buffy's like, um, this is my gig. And 
she's like not happy that he's there and then they start fighting vampires together because buffy's like fine it's okay to have help and then who else comes out of the shadows but spike and so spike comes in and then buffy's like what the fuck like why is she says like why do i even bother to show up or something funny like that Mm -hmm. and um yeah she like doesn't want their help which i get i'm (laughs) she's trying to train too like that's part of her thing too she's like i'm trying to get better and y'all are taking all the good ones um and then spike is just like you know melodramatic as as per usual just talking about talking about how much he wants to kill buffy um which changes by the end of this episode (laughs) i guess Mm. i guess we should say that um but i guess we'll get we'll deal with that when we get there so um (laughs) meanwhile i mean this but i mean this buffy oh wait no that's right so this buffy episode is mostly about riley buffy and spike and everybody else who are not those three people are just kind of like doing floating around yeah, so Xander and Anya are, like, helping uh, Giles fix up the magic shop, which is really sweet. Oh, yeah, they built her that dojo. That's so sweet. Yeah, in the back of the magic shop. It's very cute. Yeah, they turn the back room of the magic shop into this sweet-ass dojo. And uh, and Buffy was so touched when she went back there. Um, and, uh, oh, and then Willow and Tara are hanging out. I feel like we haven't seen Tara in forever. Yeah, no, for I sure. I feel like we haven't seen Tara in a year and a half. But uh, but she's back better than ever, and she's uh, Willow's Willow sidekick this episode, and they're just kind of running around. Willow's Willow's becoming a super powerful witch. Mm-hmm. Tara Tara like teaches her little spells, and then Willow messes with them on her own time, and then turns them into big spells. Yes. So, I mean that's great. I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her. I'm a little worried, but yeah, I trust her, and that's fine. I guess. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, like, while, while all that's going on, simultaneously, I mean, right, okay, and then over the course of all this, like, um, inconsequential stuff, Riley's just in the background being weird. <laughs> and, uh, and that's, like, how they kind of set this episode up for the first, like, 15, 20 minutes or so. And he's just being like, Buffy, let's have sex again. And, like, <laughs> Buffy, let's go fight. And, like, he's just super, he's jacked up. He's hype. He's high on life. And he's just, he's loving life and stuff. And then, all of a sudden, uh, what ha- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, while everybody else is doing all this stuff that isn't really crucial to the main plot, um, Dawn Buffy- and Joyce- yeah, Don and Joyce are in the kitchen one day, and Joyce goes to hand Don her breakfast, and then Joyce all of a sudden remembers that Don is not her daughter, and she looks at Don and she says, "What? Who are you?" And then she passes out, and she breaks some plates in her kitchen, and it's a big mess. And uh, they go to the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. And Buffy and Riley meet them there. And Dawn is, like, waiting outside the hospital room, and one of the doctors, who has who has a charming bedside manner, he's I might Frank. Add. He's Frank from How to Get Away with Murder. What? <laughs> Nuh-uh. Yeah, that, that's him. Oh, my God. How the hell did I not notice that? Because he really looks 100% different now. He looks so different. Uh, well, he's good in this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ben, Ben, Ben comes back. He's cute. Oh, 
yeah, I like him. He's adorable. Um, but <laughs> wow. <laughs> A lot of revelations so yeah. far. We're only eight minutes into this podcast. No, when I when I realized because I was looking him up on IMDb like probably like you know a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. When I found that out, my brain melted out of my ears. <laughs> I was like, "What? Ben is yeah. Frank? He's good in he's good in How to Get Away with Murder too." Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good show. Up until a certain point. But, um, anyway. So, uh, okay, yes. So this doctor has excellent bedside manner, and he has given Dawn his stethoscope to play with while she's waiting for Buffy to get there. And, uh, Dawn is, you know, playing with the stethoscope, and she's going around, and while they're having this adult conversation, she's going up and listening to all the adults' hearts. And so she listens to Ben's heart, and it sounds normal, and she listens to Buffy's heart, and it sounds normal. And she listens to Riley's heart, and it is insane. It's beating so. It's being. They said 150. He has a pulse of 150, mm-hmm. which is just bonkers. Yeah, so, he should be um, dead. Yeah, so they check him out, and he's got a severe case of fast heart disease. Uh, fast heart. And, and um and they tell him they're like you know you should really get this checked out you should really admit yourself and he says you can't keep me here legally can you and they said no and he was like well then i'm leaving <laughs> god he was being he's, such a jerk he's being a big baby about it he was like you can't keep me here and it's like nobody's trying to keep you anywhere everybody's trying to help yeah bitch. yeah the doctor's trying to fix your heart yeah but he's just kind of, i don't know he's going through a lot right now he doesn't know what he wants he just doesn't know. He's he's on a journey, but he'll find his way. Um, so he, yeah, he gets checked out by the doctor, and they're like, yep, what do you know? It's, you're sick. And he's <laughs> like, I already knew that. And he leaves, and, you know, Buffy's not happy about it. She's like, you're going to have a heart attack, and he doesn't care. He just, like, goes off and plays basketball or something. Yeah, with heavy metal music playing in the background. Yeah, yeah, that was quite the montage. Um but I guess nowhere. Bef- every time music plays in this show, I'm always jolted out of my out of my viewing experience. I know it really takes me out of the moment a like, lot of the time. I don't know why that is because this isn't a show that exists like outside the realm where music exists, you know. And like, if they're at the bronze, then fine. But like, yeah, that. Do you remember that in like season two or season one? It must have been season two. When, like, this weird alternative rock song, like, this slow indie rock song plays. Yes, I do remember that. I was so disoriented. It still sticks out to me. Because I'm like, why did they do that? Maybe it's the levels that they play the music at Yeah, because this one was really loud. I mean, obviously on purpose, because it's supposed to be like, Yeah, I don't know. Um, but he does go, he does go play death metal basketball. Um, oh yeah, something else that happens is, uh, Harmony, (laughs) Harmony shows up at Spike's Crypt and she's like, haven't you heard? I'm Buffy's nemesis. And which I think is cute. I think it's funny. gladly lets her believe. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, I'm really desperate. Please let me stay here. And he's like, you'll do anything. And she's like, what you mean? I'll have sex with you. Of course. And he's like, sweet. So, Harmony and Spike are, like, friends again. And I, I like their little dynamic. I think I think it's really interesting for the villain. Um, I mean, it's similar to the... Dyn- I mean, it's not... I guess it's not super similar. But uh, just the 
the dynamic that he had with Drusilla, you know, where he was he was evil and she was, you know, inept, I guess, because she was real crazy for a super long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Harmony's just like incapable of doing anything really. So, uh, yeah, I like their dynamic a lot, but I do think that Harmony is on her way out as well. You think so? We'll see. Uh, I don't know. Not anymore. Now that you said that, but no, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep my mouth shut. I know. Um, but yeah, so she's like, she's like, will you please help me kill Buffy? And Spike's like, I can't hurt anybody. And she's like, well, will you just help me think it out? Which is like ideal for Spike, right? Yeah. He's she's like, like, okay, will you I'm do gonna the thinking. Yeah. And he's like, uh, sure. Yeah, and I mean, that's the ideal situation for him because he can make whatever plan he wants and then just get somebody else to actually do it. Um, Let's see. Back to death metal basketball. Oh, yeah. No, Buffy. uh, Okay, so Buffy meets up with Willow and Dawn and they're talking about how to get Riley to get help. And they're talking about his time at the initiative and about how Walsh was, like, feeding him stuff and, like... (laughs) do it you know they put a chip in his heart and all this shit and so they were talking about all that and talking about how they needed to contact the initiative to at, like figure out what was up and if this had happened to the other soldiers and so dawn co- actually comes up with the idea she says that like the see oh yeah she says that she writes fake stuff in her diary to just in case anybody reads it so that she'll know <laughs> yeah that they read and um and so Buffy, like, kind of gets the idea from her, and Buffy goes to Riley's apartment and um, and picks up his phone and says into the phone while the dial tone is ringing, she's like, Riley's sick, he needs help. And, um, and then she, like, hangs up. And so sure enough, like, the initiative guys do roll into town, and uh, they find Riley playing basketball. And uh, he slammed Riley. Dr- he expertly like slam dunks, and then he's like, "I'm out," and then goes over and like hangs out with his special agent buddy. Yeah, and uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, it was effective, <laughs> if if uh, cheesy, but he goes over there and they're telling him like, "Your heart's gonna explode, Riley," and he like doesn't care for some reason. I don't. I mean, I guess it's kind of explained in a little bit why he didn't care that he was sick. I mean, yeah, because he's like, Buffy won't love me if I'm normal, which is so funny because Angel broke up with her because he's like, you need someone normal. Yeah. And now... All these men think they know what's best know. for Buffy. Just people And keep... I just wish that somebody would let her make her own decisions. <laughs> but, yeah, so Graham shows up and he's like, Riley, please, let's at least talk. And Riley attacks them and, uh, yeah. like, shake, like beats them up and shakes them off and runs away. And so now Riley is missing because he's not going back to his apartment because the initiative knows where he lives and all this stuff. So now he's just wandering Sunnydale. And um, Buffy meets up with Graham afterwards and, you know, Graham has this big-ass bruise on his face. And Buffy's like, looks like it went great. Um, <laughs> what happened? And Graham, you know, lays it out for her. And then Buffy's like, tell me what's wrong with him. And basically, it's basically like an overstimulation of his adrenal gland. And so he, like, can't feel pain. And um, his heart's beating really fast. And he has, like, superhuman strength right now. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is why he could fuck back to back like that. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that seemed to be... I don't know. I just thought that was such a... It was literally... It was like a 30-second scene. And I was like, why did they include this? Which the, scene? Just showing that, the, like... The sex the scene? scene? Yeah, the well, scene I'd say, where... quote, sex scene, but not really, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It's, like, Buffy, like, 
settles down into the bed and is like, ooh, yeah. I liked that. Like, that's kind of like <laughs> She's how like, that was up. relaxing, and he was upset about it. He was upset that it relaxed her. I guess. Or so well, he was you, like, you, you see think his, I could relax? You see his face, again? and he's kind of like, uh, he, she's like, that was relaxing. And then he was like, oh. Uh. And I'm like, are you, like, are you about to, like, like, pitch a fit? Because she wasn't like, I am, she wasn't like, that was the most energizing, stimulating sex I've ever had. I guess, but also, is it, like, post-sex supposed to be relaxing? Like, you don't want to be, you don't want to be tense after oh, you have right. sex. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what his deal is. I think maybe it's just, you know, he's obsessed or I guess this is his arc now where he's like obsessed with being exciting enough for Buffy and so maybe he just like read it wrong or something it was like a strange reaction to it but I guess his he just wants to be amazing and he just wants to be the best thing that she's ever had because he, I mean, and this is fair for him to assume like Buffy does walk away from stuff that doesn't interest her anymore because there's so many other things that require her interest Mm Mm-hmm. So, I kind of see where he's coming from, and, you know, Buffy does, like, I don't know. I understand wanting to feel needed, I guess. Uh. And, but the thing is, is that Buffy needs somebody normal, but he's not, like, understanding that. She, like, she needs somebody normal. She needs somebody who can relate to her to, like, a certain extent, and then, other than that, like, be a safe haven. You know, like, be a, be a part of her life that's not supernatural uh-huh. it can just be natural right natural love the natural that's natural what we're, we're all talking about that <laughs> sweet good good natural loving <laughs> and um yeah like it's just uh he's like not understanding that even though i feel like they've had this conversation i think uh I mean, they they talked about how oh yeah, with like Angel. okay, so they had a lot in go- yeah, and they had a lot in common whenever Buffy first found out that he was in the initiative because it was like you have a big secret nobody can know about, I have a big secret nobody can know about, where like you know, mm-hmm. so they had a lot in common then, and I thought maybe maybe the conversation was like oh my god we have so much in common it's so nice dating somebody that gets it and then now riley doesn't get it anymore uh-huh. he thinks and so maybe that's what it is i don't know um don't know this either. is all i guess about the end of the episode i'm still i mean i'm still frustrated with him because i think that so many relationships are and i know that this is fictional so this is a little bit too deep <laughs> but um i know that like a lot of relationships are ruined by people overthinking it and by people assuming things about their partner like assuming their partner's thoughts and so riley instead of being like man i just like instead of talking to buffy and being like man i just feel so like bland since i'm not doing my you know my superhero job anymore mm-hmm. and then they could have a conversation about it instead he's just going around trying to be a superhero mm-hmm. so that he won't have to admit to his girlfriend that he's changed right so it's just I don't know it's it's frustrating whenever um, things can be things like the only problem here is a miscommunication right and I mean that's a lot of television I guess where it's just like if you would have just talked to each other but uh, <sighs> I don't know he's he's young what a young heart he doesn't Riley's really grown on me <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem to understand a lot of a lot of things. 
Yeah, he's real dumb, that's for sure. <laughs> we always knew that, though. That's why they call him, like, Cub Scout and stuff. He's a he's a Kindle. I, I don't know. I mean, he's he's also super smart about a lot of other things. He knows a lot about, you know, fighting, fighting. and the military. <laughs> he said the words North Quadrant this episode. Uh-oh. I was impressed by that. Um, what'd you say, uh-oh? Oh, because he said North Quadrant. Like, watch out for oh, him. Oh, no. I thought your uh, I thought your thing stopped recording again. I was about I was about to shit my pants. To be honest, I was like, oh my I can't Caroline, deal with this today. It feels like we've been recording for twenty million years, but we've been recording for twenty minutes. Wow, I've been talking fast. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> well, I was just like, God, I, I, I like clicked on my thing just to make sure that it wasn't re- that it was recording, and I was like, twenty minutes. Yeah. Jeez, we haven't uh, even broken through to 25. I know. It's fine. There's still so much left to talk about. So much. Um, that's why That's why I'm talking so fast, because I'm trying to get to it. So, um, okay, so Riley beat everybody up and ran away. And he's hiding in the caves of the Initiative, which is also something that I don't necessarily remember. I guess it's, like, where Adam was hiding yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. They, um... And and remember when um, Buffy gets trapped by Ma- uh, Maggie by, by oh Professor? yes 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 those okay. are the caves yeah I remember um, I remember now but <laughs> uh, yeah so he's like he's running through the caves uh, then everybody else spreads out to look for him and so Tara and Willow go to the school and that's when they have that whole. Um, Tara has that realization that Willow is like a super powerful witch and is only becoming stronger mm-hmm. and uh, Xander and Anya go look somewhere I don't know we don't even see them again like Buffy gives them an assignment and we don't see them for the rest of the episode yeah. so uh, I, they don't even know if Riley's okay <laughs> uh, nobody called them but Buffy is like I think that he might be in the caves and Giles and but Buffy's like but I don't know those caves I don't want to get lost and uh, Giles is like well you know who knows those caves wink wink Spike so <laughs> they go fun. and they Buffy goes to his crypt and I loved this scene I loved this scene she comes in and, um, okay, well, she's kicking the door down. And while she's kicking the door down, Harmony's like, oh, no, she found me. Please hide me. And then Spike hides her in uh, in the coffin in there. Or the tomb, I guess. It's not a coffin. It's a big stone box. Yeah, it's like. Which is kind of like a coffin. Kind of. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But anyway, so they he hides Harmony. And then Buffy kicks his door in. And she you know lays it out and is like Riley's missing I need you to help find him here's some money and uh Spike he says something about Riley dying and Buffy slaps him across the face mm-hmm. and is like I will kill you yeah like don't fuck around right now and it was an awesome moment and then he's like well you know I think if you really care about Riley you'll give me half now and you'll give me the second half later and Buffy rips the money in half and yeah. gives him half of it. And it's incredible. And she storms out. And so Spike is now mad, even though he asked for it. And yeah. he's, like, he's like, well, I'm not helping her now. And so now he develops this whole, like, ulterior motive. And um, and so he gets Harmony together. And then uh, he goes and he finds the... Uh, okay, so whenever Buffy was like, Riley needs help 
please find him in the caves. Uh, she also told him that there was a neurologist waiting on the fourth floor of the hospital to operate on Riley. And so, and then she leaves, <laughs> which, like, is also kind of a bad move on her part. I mean, I guess I, I totally understand, like, why that would have slipped her mind, because she was going there to, like, offer him a job, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like a hit, I guess. But, um, yeah, so it slipped her mind that Spike has been looking for a neurologist for, like, a <laughs> long time now. Like, a really long time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so Spike is like, fuck you, and then he grabs Harmony, and they go to the hospital where the neurologist <laughs> is waiting, and they hold the neurologist hospital to get the chip out they of Spike's head. They hold him hospital? Oh, you know what I meant. You know what I meant. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they, they hold him hostage, and they make him do this thing, and uh, I mean, to be fair, that's exactly what I would have done if I was Spike, <laughs> right? I mean, like, wouldn't you? What 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 better options are there? What better options do you have than to? He could have he could have complied, and he could have said, "Well, no," because okay. So I was going to say that he could have complied and like found Riley and brought him to the hospital, and then the neurologist would have operated on Riley, and then the neurologist could have operated on Spike. But the thing is is that the initiative's not going to take the chip out of Spike's brain. You know, like, they put it in there. Right. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, he doesn't really have any other choice, and he's he's just itching to get this chip out. Really is. He's losing his mind. Mm-hmm. And um, he's become, he, he says he feels, like, haunted by Buffy, and it's just, like, everywhere he turns, there she is. And, and I don't know why that would change if his chip was out, but he seems to think so. Yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway, where were we? So, um, yeah, so Spike goes to the initiative with Harmony, and Harmony is wielding a crossbow that she keeps accidentally shooting at people. Yeah. Um, Buffy goes and wanders. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's, I don't know, I think she's cute. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't bother me, per se. She's a little annoying sometimes, but... Aren't we I thought all? you didn't like her very much. I think she's I don't know. I think she's funny. I think it's I think what they're doing with her Sometimes is funny. I she think bothers the fact that me, they, but I don't I will I've said it before, I'll say it again. I like every woman on the show except for a character in season seven who I hate. <laughs> okay. Um noted. But Buffy finds <laughs> Yeah, she finds Riley and he's punching the wall over and over. <laughs> And he's just breaking chunks of rock off the walls of this cave. And he turns to her and he says, you know, I can't even feel this right now. And she's like, your hand is bleeding. And, oh, man, they have quite the conversation in this cave while Riley is on the verge of a heart attack and Buffy's panicking. And they have this conversation. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Mine stopped recording. (gasps) Oh, wait. Hold on. It says it's still recording now. I don't know if it got what I said or not, so I'll just say it again just in case. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so so they have quite this conversation inside the cave. And, um, yeah, Riley's just like, they're going to take this out of me, and then I'm, you know, I'm not going to be enough for you anymore. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like, what the hell are you talking about? Again, because he's putting these words in her mouth. And, um, like, instead of asking her, like, are you gonna feel weird if like I'm normal and her being like, like I've made my case I don't need to go any further into it but yeah so they have this conversation and you know Buffy's like crying because she's like you really think so little of me mm-hmm. that you think that I would not want to 
date you or I wouldn't love you anymore just because you'd be normal. Mm -hmm. And so she's like realizing that like he thinks that their relationship is different than how she thinks of it. Yeah. And uh, which is, you know, tough. And um, yeah, but yeah, Buffy, Buffy says, you think I'm bailing because you're not in the super club anymore? And they have this whole conversation, and Buffy's like, that's fine, if you, if you think that I'm like that, and you're, you, like, you feel like you can't be with me anymore unless you're, unless you're all jacked up on superpowers, then that's fine, but I'm still making you go to the doctor. Yeah. And he, and he's like, okay, fine. And so, they go to the hospital, the doctor is not there, because he's <laughs> a spike. And, uh... And, you know, Graham's on the ground. And, uh, oh, yeah, there there were a couple of really funny moments. I really like this episode, if you can't tell by how, like, enthusiastically I'm talking <laughs> about it. But there was this other really funny moment where he Riley wakes Graham up and he holds some fingers up. And he says, how many fingers am I holding up? And Graham goes, 17. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, Hostel 17 was here. And he, like, clarifies. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. Oh, uh, um, just a fun little, this was the first episode written by Rebecca Rand Kirshner who also wrote a bunch of Gilmore Girls. Some of the yeah, best episodes I like of Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. Yeah, I am a I'm show. a big fan of Gilmore Girls. And she Girls. wrote some pretty good episodes of Buffy, too. I like Gilmore Girls because it always makes me want to drink coffee. Yeah, no, for sure. And eat pastries. My favorite, God, my favorite reaction, my boyfriend watched, um, he's actually watched more Gilmore Girls than I have because I didn't watch season seven. But, um, me neither. But he was, he watched all of Gilmore Girls, and he, I think it must have been when they were in like season two or something like that. But he, he was just watching it in the living room, and I was like walking to the kitchen or whatever, and he was just like, their bowels just must be a wreck all the time. Wow. <laughs> because they drink so what much coffee. What a good coffee. point. <laughs> That's an excellent was, point. I've never even thought about that. I, I, I like just stopped, and I was like, <gasps> You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're like, everything has changed. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, they've got to be constantly pooping. <laughs> what was that writer's name? Rebecca Rand Kirshner. Uh, okay, I liked this episode a lot, and I liked the Gilmore Girls. So, shout out mm-hmm. to uh, shout out to our girl, Becca. Shout out. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so they're at the hospital the neurologist isn't there buffy buffy starts thinking really hard about like where they might go and uh she figures it out naturally because she's a genius and i love her (laughs) um but oh no oh you're you're okay never mind beth i couldn't figure out what was wrong with her best boyfriend is reaching i don't know what What it is what is that what is it uh for the blinds apparently Oh, it's like a blind duster. It's my new hand. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's shaped like a it's hand, a, and I just, I was hand. looking at my notes, and it's then I looked terrifying. up, and Beth had some, like, weird, fuzzy <laughs> hand on her face. <laughs> oh, God. Please stop. Patrick. <laughs> That's all he had, he says. All right, I'm out. You're ruining our professional podcast. <laughs> we get paid to do this. What are people going to think of us now? <laughs> okay. So, anyway. All right. Buffy and Riley go and they find Spike and he's like in the middle of getting his head all stitched up and he thinks that he has made his mighty return and he is great dude he's larger than life he can't believe that he is back on top back on his game back on his bullshit 
Isn't he's the he? smugest. He's just like he's like now that this chip is out of my head, you're he's fucked. Like, I'm gonna and it's just like what Slayer's you never. Blood. Yeah, like he's never beaten her in a fight ever, so I don't know why yeah, he thinks that this is gonna change. But uh yeah, so he um man <laughs> I do not know how well my microphone is recording this episode. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Um so they have this big fight and then in the middle of the fight, Riley has a heart attack because classic because Riley. Of course. And uh hold on. Check. It's just super delayed. Hmm. I'm going to pause. Okay, I will too. Okay, I'm having a clusterfuck of a day. (laughs) I'll tell you what. (laughs) Anyway, um, we don't have to go into it. But, so Riley has this heart attack and, um, and then, uh, so Buffy, like, ends the fight, basically, and then uh, Spike tries to attack her and he realizes that his chip is still in there because that neurologist is actually a good guy. And that neurologist told Mm -hmm. him, he said, I can't get that chip out of your brain. Like I've never done this procedure before. I'm not the person that put it in. And Spike was like, try anyway, which is not what I would say, but, um, (laughs) but I mean, I get it. If it's like, you're out of options at the risk of life and limb. Yeah. So, um, Whoa. Oh man. You wouldn't believe what I'm going through over here. (laughs) but uh but yeah so he um the neurologist like didn't take the chip out and so spike still can't kill buffy and spike like gets harmony and and bails and then uh the neurologist it it conveniently cuts to after the neurologist has already fixed riley and um and you know they're they're okay and buffy like kisses him goodbye they have like a little sweet conversation but she's like i really should go check on my mom and and riley i guess like wants to be babied by her like he i guess he wanted her to worry more or something yeah i don't know because he seems really disappointed yeah when she says she's like i need to go check on my mom he like kind of makes a face like oh you're not gonna stay here with me but it's like she didn't say you couldn't come you know yeah and um i mean i don't know it's kind of like do you want to be a superhero or do you want to be normal and have her take care of you and stuff like that like which is it right you know because the reason that she felt comfortable leaving you is because she's not worried about you because she knows that you can handle yourself and she knows that you're just as capable as she is but he's still pissed i guess and um yeah and he he leaves and then uh or she leaves and um and then Riley and Graham go hang out and Graham talks to her and er, talks to him and is like, hey, man, you don't belong oh, in this town. You don't belong with Buffy. And like, dear you belong listener, with the boys of the initiative. And, like, you used to have a mission. You used to be a leader and all this stuff. And I mean, I know that Riley's going to go back to it. Right. Because that's how this show goes. But I'm also like, Graham, like, can you please let your friend be happy? Like, I don't understand why you're trying to sabotage him. But Wow. Beth just went off Skype, guys. She's she's left. I'm gonna pause. Oh hey, boy. Everybody. Oh god. Did it not do it? No, it did. It's just okay. oh boy. Yeah, big big boys here on Buffy's feet <laughs> yeah. today. Um, okay, I can't get into it, but I just want y'all to know that I've had the worst day today, and I want y'all to know that I love you, <laughs> and that's all I can say because <laughs> I'm grieving. Uh, but anyway, so there's this final scene after Buffy leaves Riley and she shows up at Spike's crypt and you're like, what? She said she was going to go check on her mom. And uh, Buffy walks up to Spike and she's like, this has gone on for too long and I should have done this years ago. 
and she pulls a stake out of her pocket and uh like like, you're a killer not like a yeah she pulls Um, a whole (laughs) she pulls a raw steak out of her pocket and she's like let's get to know each other a 32 ounce sirloin (laughs) and she's like let's die (laughs) um so so they have this um so they have this conversation and he's like fine kill me like i'm sick of it i'm tired of you being everywhere i look i'm tired oh, of like and that's being another part of this episode is that after she thoroughly kicks his behind in the hospital um well i mean i guess she doesn't technically kick his behind he just leaves because riley starts having a heart attack yeah, she just gets distracted. Yeah, and he, That's the only reason she doesn't. And yeah, and so and the chip doesn't get taken out, and so Spike can't actually hurt her anyway. Yeah. So he's like, okay, fine, whatever, I guess I'll go. And so the whole way back to the crypt, he's he's like, Buffy, 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 everywhere I turn, there's she oh, a yeah. fresh batch of torture. And I'm like, You don't usually sound like that, Spike. Yeah, he's losing it. Like he he just like can't handle it anymore which i get it we all have our breaking points but okay so anyway okay okay so they're in the crypt and uh yeah and he's like fine just get it over with anyway and he rips his shirt off and he's like kill me kill me and buffy's like what and she goes to stab him and something stops her (laughs) and she looks up and then they make out ferociously (laughs) and i was like what the fuck is going on what the hell is going on i mean i thought they got i knew that they got together because you know way before um even beth has seen but way before even beth had seen buffy i still saw like stuff about buffy and spike on (laughs) my many hours that i've spent on the internet (laughs) so um yeah but i like didn't think it was like this so i was like what the hell is going on and then she pulls back and she looks shocked and she looks surprised (laughs) and she's like what am i gonna do and then she leans in and they start making out again. And she I was grabs like, his what? face. Yeah, she's like way into it. And I was like, what on earth? And then it hit me and I was like, oh my God, this is a dream. And then right as I had that realization, Spike wakes up and he shoots up in his bed and he's uh, he's laying next to a naked Harmony <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck. And he like realizes what's going on. So that will be interesting. <laughs> I am very intrigued. Oh, I like you, it. Well, you also, you didn't, um, in the dream, she's like, Spike, I want you. And he's like, Buffy, I love you. I love you so much. Oh, yeah. He says he loves her. Yeah, that's kind of intense. That's coming on a little strong. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Joyce thinks that Dawn is her daughter again. Yes. I'm ready to get to the bottom of this. I know we're nowhere near. I know we're nowhere near figuring out what's up with Dawn. But I'm intrigued. Hmm. And, uh, well, we'll find out more next week, won't we? We sure will. We sure will, everybody. (laughs) So until then, you can follow us on Twitter, at Buffy underscore speak. Please follow all of our further failings, both um, technological and personal. Yes. And uh, there are many. Yeah, there's plenty to there's plenty to gawk at. So uh, we'll we'll talk to you then, everybody. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>